You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hello, I'm Joey Ryan, and welcome to another edition of Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. This week we ventured out to Muhammad Seymour High School to chat with the Bulldogs football team, which has become a power in central Illinois and certainly within the Apollo Conference. When we recorded the interview with head coach John Adkins, wide receiver Trey Peters, and linebacker Brock Vandeveer, the Bulldogs were 4-1, and one, entering what could be a de facto Apollo Conference championship game against Mount Zion. And the Bulldogs were looking to extend a home winning streak that dates back to the spring 2021 season. Muhammad Seymour won that game. They took down the Braves before a packed Frank Dutton field on Friday, and they now have the inside track to the Apollo Conference Championship. We'll get the inside scoop on everything that makes Muhammad Seymour so successful when Zach Pyatt and I come back at Muhammad Seymour High School after this on Extra Prep. For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. Welcome back to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. We are in the aerobics room at Muhammad Seymour High School, catching up with the Muhammad Seymour Bulldogs football team. Four and one as the season crosses over the midway point. Head coach John Adkins is with us. Juniors Trey Peters and Brock Vandeveer with us as well. Brock, you've got the mic. We'll start with you. Uh, Appreciate you making some time for us today. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Good to have the Bulldogs uh, on board and John, kicking it over to you. Four and one start to the campaign. You guys have a big one against Mount Zion tomorrow in the Apollo Conference. That's going to tell us a lot about uh, the conference race moving forward. You guys are four and one, undefeated in conference play. They're five and zero, oh, looking to hand them their first loss of the season. Yeah, no question. Um, you know, our, our kids know know that it's kind of for the conference championship. Uh, they're definitely up for the challenge. Uh, we love the fact that we get to be at home. Um, but there's no question that the winner of this game is going to control their own destiny, you know, as we kind of move through these last couple uh, Apollo Conference games. But, yeah, it should be exciting, great environment. Again, we, we love the fact that we're at home and our student section is going to have the dog pound rocking. But, uh, yeah, really, really looking forward to it. And we've had a great week of practice, so I know that our kids are ready to go. Trey, and then to Brock with the same question. What is it like to play at home here at Frank Dutton Field? You guys are uh, certainly accustomed to success on your home field. Uh, always a great atmosphere, whether that's uh, the fans in the stands or the pork chop sandwiches uh, in the uh, concession stand. Just what is it like to play at home from a player's perspective? Um, yeah, it's awesome. We have a ton of support and energy. You can definitely feel it out on the field when you're playing, like all the energy and people surrounding you. We have a great community. And then, Brock, same question to you. Uh, I'd say it's just like more, a little more pressure, which some guy like me I thrive off of. And just knowing that you got all these people here watching you, former Bulldogs and just all the little kids that look up to you, you just, you're like there's no way we're going to lose here. And 
the, a loss would hurt that much more. Coach, I got to ask you, you know, week one, you, know, you guys are coming in high after two state quarterfinal appearances uh, in a row. Um, then tough game against Morton for uh, an 0-1 start, but ever since then, it just seems like you guys have been on a roll. You know, we, we mentioned off-air, you guys are our new uh, number one area football team in our News Gazette poll. Just what, you know, what was the message after that week one loss, and what, what's been the key to just getting everybody back on track the last few weeks well there's no doubt it was it was kind of uncharted territory or waters for us you know we're not used to losing um but the message was simple it it, it was we got to continue to grow up we knew going into the season that we were going to be young from a standpoint of not only uh, the inexperienced starters, right, that we didn't, you know, didn't have coming back. Um, but then as many sophomores as, as we're starting again. So we, we knew we were going to take our lumps. Um, unfortunately, they were a little bit more than we wanted there in week one and, and made too many first game mistakes. But I'm incredibly proud of our kids and the way that we've responded from that adversity. Again, all, all the adversity that we faced on the road week one to a tough Morton team who's still undefeated, playing really good football. Um, but our kids back. They, they continue to battle throughout the entire game. And, again, we've continued to come back to practice each and every week, continue to grow up, continue to get better. Uh, and like you mentioned, I think it's shown throughout these last couple of weeks. Trey, not to dwell too much on that loss, but that was the first regular season loss that you and Brock have uh, sustained in your high school careers at the varsity level. Uh, you guys hadn't lost a regular season contest in two years prior to that. How, how do you guys process that? And uh, clearly you, you've processed it well, right? Four wins in a row and then looking for a big uh, fifth win of the season this weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, no one wanted to start off their season that way. Um, but we came back the next week, focused more. It almost just gave us more, like, determination. Mm-hmm. We worked harder um, knowing after week one we need to step it up. And, Brock, what has been the, the turning point since? You guys bounced back with a big win over a really good Highland team, went to Quincy, took down Quincy Notre Dame, two Apollo Conference wins in a row against Charleston and Taylorville. What's What's been the key to success over the last four weeks? Yeah, I'd say it was definitely just a wake-up call more than anything. And after that loss, everybody felt it. And, like, as much as we were down, we knew that that, that wasn't how we were going to finish at the season. We weren't just going to let every team do that to us. So the defense especially had a very bad game that, that game. And then after that, we just been lights out. So we, we knew what we had to do, and we've done it. John, I've got to imagine you've got a lot of brand-new Iowa State Cyclones fans on the team, right, with uh, Wyatt Baum over there after what he did under center for you guys the last couple of years. Now it's the Luke Dyer show under center. What has he brought to the table that's uh, maybe similar to Wyatt and, and maybe different to what Mr. Baum did under center as well? Yeah, again, no question. You know, Happy for Wyatt, and, and we, I'm certainly we do have some, some Iowa State <laughs> fans here in the community, and obviously I still keep in contact with his dad and the rest of his family. Um, so incredibly happy for him. Him and, and can't wait to see you know what the next four years bring for him and, and his future. Um, but man, Luke, Luke's done a, an incredible job. I'm, I'm so proud of him and the way that he stepped up into this role. Big shoes to fill, right? Everybody wants to still continue now, and no offense, but still continue now to talk about Wyatt. Um, and he's handled it incredibly well, right? He's a, he's such a mature kid who has taken this team by the reins, and, and he knows it's his show, and and he knows that we go how he goes. And, and again, I'm. I'm happy for his leadership that he's shown, um, just the way that he kind of coordinates and conducts our, our offense as a whole, putting guys in spots, helping create our tempo in games and out of games. Um, and, he, and he's just an absolute student of the game. Like, he, he wants to be the greatest quarterback to ever go through this school. Uh, and I love that about him. I love his drive and determination 
to be successful. And although he'll be the first one to tell you he, he, his varsity career didn't start off the way that he wanted to, um, I think he's shown what type of kid he has and the character that he has to not let that affect the rest of his season. And again, continue to come back each and every week, get better, progress, and, and, and end up having so far such a really good season. And Trey, as a receiver in this offense, what's it like playing with Lucas, your quarterback? What's that dynamic like? Um, we have a really great dynamic. We've played since we were little flag football growing up into youth tackle football. Um, so we've been friends forever, both played basketball and football. So we have a really good bond and connection, and it shows out on the field. Brock, I'll ask you, um, just, just like we don't want to keep focusing on the past with week one this season uh, too much, we also don't want to look forward too much uh, into next season. But at the same time, I mean, you got – Luke Dyer, a junior, you guys, you two talking to you guys, juniors, uh, that offensive line that is helping out, no seniors on that offensive line, and you guys have been very successful the last two and a half years. What do you guys have to, you know, what are you guys looking forward to for your senior year? I mean, it's bound to, to be another pretty good show, right? Yeah, I'm completely on the same page as you, not getting ahead of ourselves, obviously. Still got four more games left, but, I mean, I think next season will be whatever we make it. I mean, off season is such a big like role in how seasons go, and just building that chemistry all off season and working hard and like working out for your teammate and knowing that just just grinding. And I feel like if we do that all off season, next season sky's the limit. And I mean, we'll be right back where we where they were last year. John, keeping with the theme of uh, not looking too far ahead, certainly still four weeks of the season left as we record this, but I know we talked before the season about the schedule, and uh, that was an emphasis is uh, really getting some, some tough non-conference games on the slate this year, right? You look at Morton Highland, QND, another trip to Quincy in week nine, uh, just schedule maybe setting the tone for uh, what hopefully is another deep playoff run this year, right? Couldn't agree more, and, and again, you know, uh, started a couple of years ago when when the AD and I kind of sat down and, and we said where do we where do we want to see our program go and and this is absolutely the direction that, that we both envisioned um, to get to venture out there and, and to schedule these you know bigger teams in in, in Quincy's case um, but certainly historic programs that that we know win or lose are going to make our program better and and hopefully prepare us for that deep playoff run that's kind of Unfortunately, that's kind of what we have lacked these last couple years is, is we didn't have um, that tough non-conference schedule uh, to ultimately help prepare us for, for the, the postseason. Um, but we feel really good about, you know, that this year and then certainly moving forward. Um, you know, Morton's undefeated right now. Highland's got just the one loss against us. And then, you know, Quincy High's undefeated. And, and even though Quincy Notre Dame's record's not what it is, that's still a historic program that Jack Cornell runs, an incredible program with kids that play really hard. And we had to go on the road to their place. Again, a tough environment where it's not easy to win. So so even though right, like, like their record doesn't maybe show that they're as good um, as they actually truly are, and again, the, the, the tough adversity that, that we dealt with on the road there. And you get an undefeated Mount Zion team in conference play here in uh, week five, and that'll be or week six, pardon me. That'll be our News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 high school football game of the week. Uh, 
What's the scout on Mount Zion? Obviously, uh, not looking for any uh, you know deep secrets. Obviously, you got to keep some stuff close to the vest. But when our listeners tune in on the uh, radio tomorrow night, maybe what kind of game can they expect to hear? Well, first off, we we hope that they they get to hear a, a great game, right? Sure. An exciting game. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, Mount Zion's an incredible ball club. Uh, with an, with an awesome head coach, Patrick does a great job with those guys and, and mixes it up right. He's he's got a ton of weapons. Uh, you're going to hear some names like Braden Trimble and Grant McAtee, and and then obviously uh, the Harvey kid and then the Anderson kid. I mean, he, he's just got weapons all over the place. And and luckily for our kids, we know that right going into it, where you know kind of some sometimes you get in those non-conference games and maybe we don't know those teams as much as we know our conference opponents. Uh, but we've known about these kids for for. A a while now and again we've kind of had this game circled on the schedule since since it came out and and we knew we were kind of hoping and that we would be in this spot for this showdown and so it, it should be a lot of fun exciting obviously if you look at the stats right they've been putting up a lot of points and playing good defense and we've been doing the same so something's got to give this Friday and and uh, again I know that our kids are going to be up for the challenge. Brock, I'll go back to you here. Uh, yesterday I stopped by practice, uh, and I was able to talk to Coach uh, as well as Jack Gallier, your senior uh, leader, defensive lineman. Uh, just a couple weeks ago he committed to Sioux Falls, um, and he told me all he's looking to get out of these last handful of weeks with this team is just leading you guys to the promised land as far as you guys can go. With, with the recruitment process now being behind him and just – all that's on his mind is this team and what this team has to look forward to the rest of this season. You know, how scary is he going to be on the defensive <laughs> end, and, and what does this defense have to have to look forward to the rest of the season? Yeah, Jack, I mean, Jack takes on double, double and triple teams every single play. So I mean, if they got a fourth guy, bring him in. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jack, Jack is Jack's a dog on defense, and he's obviously he's four year varsity starter and. I mean, just having him on the defensive side of the ball makes it so much easier for everybody else because they have they have to game plan for him and uh, give up so many guys just to make sure he's not a dominant force. And then you can see our linebackers making plays, running on the quarterback, making sacks. And then now that he's just ready to go four more games, go ball out, I mean, I, I'm excited to see what he's going to do this Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Trey, we talked with a couple of uh, your offensive line teammates yesterday on Prep Football Confidential. That's podcasted now on our website if you want to check that out. But looking at your offensive line, uh, that's got to be reassuring to have a, a, such a good group. They were our U of I Army ROTC O-line of the week in week three against Quincy Notre Dame. It's got to be reassuring even as, as a receiver to know that you've got five guys up front that can give Luke plenty of time to distribute the ball to you and your teammates, right, and open up holes for your running backs. Yeah, this summer um, helped a lot with our offensive line. We, I mean, we have three, two, three sophomores, two juniors. Um, so they had never, they hadn't really played together much or anything. So this this summer they meshed together well, and they've been playing really good. Shoot, I got nothing off the top of my head right now. <laughs> Trey, we'll keep it with you and then go to Brock. You guys have two uh, long road trips to Quincy this season, one of them already in the books. You know, you go to, uh, obviously, you went to Morton down 74. Some some long road trips in there. Uh, what are those bus trips like? You know, hanging out with your teammates, uh, cranking up the, the ox on the bus ride, you know, to and fro, right, as, as Coach Adkins laughs. But what's yeah. that like at all just, just to, you know, get to experience that with your teammates? Um, yeah, it's super fun. The bus ride there is usually pretty quiet. We're usually pretty focused and trying to get, like, locked in for the game. But then the bus ride back is always super fun. They bring 
karaoke on the bus and guys are singing and having a good time. Sure. Brock, what is uh, what is on the playlist? Coach Atkins oh. is laughing and everyone's <laughs> laughing. Um, Party in the USA. Beautiful. What Love else? It. What's the other song? I don't know. Just I mean, Kate Ashby would have to be in here to answer those questions. Sure. Yeah. Who, who's got the best voice? Not Kate Ashby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, guys, you're right now, I know our listeners can't see, but you're, you're dressed up, uh, looking good, dressed to the nines, uh, button-up shirt and slacks and ties. Trey, I like your tie, by the way, a little camo pattern there. What tie? <laughs> yeah, right, I can't see the tie. That's, that's, that's the better. Uh, Coach, where does this uh, come from? You mentioned before we hopped on, Thursday's uh, kind of the day to dress up and look good, you know, get your business look on. And that's exactly what it is, right? It, it's the mindset. It's the attitude. It's the approach that we have in the game day, right? We we got to get, like Trey said, you know, about mentally focused and, and, and locked in. Um, this is where it starts, right, with the business approach, um, especially on away games. You, you talked about the long trips, right? Like that's one of our biggest focus in some of those games is, you know, it's not a field trip. It's, it's a business trip, right? We have a job to do. We, we got to take care of business. And so the same mindset has to come into play even though we're at home, right? And it starts on a Thursday. We go through our mental uh, morning run-through on Thursday, followed by our day of school where, again, we want to look presentable. We want to look the part. And then we finish Thursday off with, with our team meal tonight. It's kind of like – I don't mean this to sound the wrong way, but the Last Supper type idea, right? Like this is our our meal. It's us together. We're all going to look presentable and sharp and, 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 again, locked in and focused and ready to go for our business uh, uh, tomorrow. Sure. Trey's got the tie on. Um, well, and, and Brock does as well. Nice pink tie. Not to, not to say I don't like that as well. Who's best dressed on the team? Trey, I put you on the spot. But who, uh, who's out, who, who came to school today wearing the best outfit, um, top I to think, bottom? I think Kate Harrell okay. always looks – Looks really good in his dress clothes. Yeah, uh, Kate Harrell. He always has a new outfit every week, and we like to we like to joke about it. And he always is like, "No, I, I wore this last week." And yeah. no, new outfit every week for Kate Harrell. I like that. Also, a junior wide receiver. How about that, man? <laughs> there you go. A lot of these names will be calling uh, next year too. Yeah. that'll be a, a lot of fun. Uh, Trey, I know we talked about this with. Uh, I don't. Were you with us for our media days before the season? Um, I don't know room. Did Trey Jack come? And Luke, Jack and Luke came with us, us. Yeah. So, so didn't get a chance to ask you this. Uh, but we asked so many players before the season started why they love high school football. Kind of the origin story. What made you fall in love with the game? Ask Brock the same question. But Trey, let you go first. What uh, What kind of sparked your interest in the game? Um, well, like I said earlier, I've played like sports, even not just football, but everything with these like my friends growing up. Like for example, Luke, I said earlier, we played flag football when we were little, and so we just always kept like moving up into youth tackle football, and now high school, high school football, it's super fun. Sure. And Brock, the same question to you. Uh, for me, I started playing football in third grade, and then when COVID came around, it got like the season got shut down. I played baseball that year, like middle school baseball over football. And I didn't really know like if I was if I was even gonna like it as much. Mm-hmm. But then freshman year, I mean, a love just sparked for it, like like just hit me blindsided, and I actually quit baseball. And then yeah, so now it's just my passion, and I just pour my all into it. See, it's funny. I was the opposite going into freshman year. I said, all right, I'm gonna play football, but I know I'm definitely gonna play baseball. <laughs> uh, got. Uh, Started the Oklahoma drill, lowered my helmet right into this guy's shoulder pad, strained a few muscles in the back of my neck, and I said, I got to save myself for baseball. I got to stop. Yeah, exactly. See, coach knows. Uh, Coach, coach, I got to ask you real quick. Uh, I don't mean to get too corny here, but, uh, you know, this Muhammad Bulldogs, you know, you. 
it seems like, you know, I've only been in town for a few weeks, and so I haven't seen you guys play just yet, but it seems like just in a few short conversations I've had with you and the and uh, and some players that this team is full of Bulldogs, maybe, mm. maybe some guys who, you know, maybe don't jump off the page uh, measurement-wise. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. Just what, what do the guys on this team have that, you know, you just can't measure? No question, man, and, and that's, that's the theme of the week, right? Be a dog. Um, because that's that's exactly what we have to do is is live up to live up to the people that have came before us, right? Like the Bulldogs. When you say Bulldogs, that's exactly who we're trying to represent. And and it, again, is that mindset? It's that mentality. We don't have to be the biggest. We don't have to be the fastest. We don't have to be the strongest. But the way that we play and how we play like dogs, again, not only kind of gives us an identity but it definitely represents everybody that's came before us in this program and and that's ultimately our goal when we wear that name across our chest we want to make those people proud brock mentioned the little kids looking up to us earlier right we we want to show them kind of the way but we definitely want to honor the people in in the past and and we do that by being dogs Looking forward to seeing how it all plays out tomorrow on Light Rock 97.5. Tomorrow, as we record this, it's September 28th. But uh, Muhammad Seymour in Mount Zion getting ready for a big one in Apollo Conference play. Joey Wright and Zach Pyatt out here. I'll be on the call. Zach, you'll be on the sidelines. Yes, sir. Words in Saturday's News Gazette. So looking forward to that. John, appreciate the time and, and good luck this weekend. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Always great to be out here at Muhammad Seymour High School. Sneak in a quick break and come back to land the plane on another episode of Extra Press. For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. That's our episode of Extra Prep this week. Thanks to John Adkins, Trey Peters, and Brock Vandeveer for making time for us on Thursday afternoon ahead of a big game against Mount Zion that the Bulldogs won pretty decisively, 26-7, the final score over the Braves. Muhammad Seymour has the inside track to yet another Apollo Conference championship, and that's a team that could make some noise in the Class 5A playoffs, presumably the Class 5A playoffs. We'll have to wait to see when the brackets come out, but certainly a Bulldogs team with strong ambitions this season. Stick around next week. We'll be back on Extra Prep, talking to athletes and coaches from all around Central Illinois. I'm Joey Wright. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day.